Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Winners and losers from week nine, next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer, and we're going to talk about our instant reactions to Week 9's games. But first, let's talk about Odell Beckham. No, he hasn't signed yet, but on Sunday morning, we did get some reports from uh, Jay Glazer that he's going to be cleared, fully cleared, and ready to go. Later this week was the report from Jay Glazer. Ian Rappaport mentioned the Cowboys are going to be interested in him. Uh, we've also got the, the Rams, the Bills, a couple other teams. Which team would you like to see? sign Odell Beckham and do you think it actually matters for fantasy? I think it would matter for the Rams. You get a little familiarity there. Yeah. You get a guy who could step in and be their number two receiver more easily than if it were with Buffalo or with Dallas. Cause I think Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz offer a lot more than Tyler Higby, who is a non-factor now and, and yeah. Allen Robinson and Van Jefferson. So I'm not really adding him preemptively or anything like that, but the Rams would probably be my favorite location for Odell Beckham. And even with that said, I have pretty low expectations. If this is what Chris Godwin looks like coming off of a torn ACL, I'm not sure what Odell Beckham is going to give us coming off an ACL that he tore in February. Well, and had previously torn uh, the previous year. So, you know, not, not exactly great there yet. He averaged like, I think it was 49 yards per game if you include the playoffs with the Rams. So I'm not really sure there's a ton to be excited about there either. But look, it's Odell Beckham. We remember him. He's a big yeah. name. I figured I'd ask. Catch. Yeah, he made that uh, catch. Yeah, he made that catch. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to some winners and losers from week nine. And, and I'll, I'll get us started with th- this might be on the Fantasy Baseball podcast. We talk about the the Olive Garden breadstick. There's, you know. <laughs> There's a free one on the table that you want to take. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. I mean, this was, I I almost don't want to say it's the ceiling game because who saw this kind of performance coming? Three passing touchdowns, the most rushing yards by a quarterback in a regular season game, three short of the single game record, uh, 178 yards and a touchdown. He was just absolutely electric. And he gets the Lions and the Falcons. In the next two games, Justin Fields is a no doubt about it top 12 QB for at least the next two weeks and potentially the rest of the season. Uh, let's hear some winners from you, Adam. I think the breadstick is mixing, but <laughs> either yeah, way. Yeah, that, that was one that it was just like, yeah, he was awesome. But like I, I just wrote about it and it's like, but it didn't like it. It was the takeaway there. Sometimes regression hits you like an 18 wheeler. I guess that's what so. happened with Joe Mixon. He was started in 97% of leagues. Fields, definitely uh, a great call. And just pay attention to his fantasy playoff schedule. He has the Eagles and uh, one other really tough team in there. So um, my, I guess Cordero Patterson is a winner for me, yeah. getting some goal line work, scoring a couple of touchdowns. That was awesome. Um, Although I will say, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate the idea of trying to sell him right now. Yeah, but what if his workload increases? That's that's where I, I think it will, but they've talked so much so consistently about having to limit his workload and keep him fresh. And and you know, he broke down last season. I just 
I do worry it's just going to be a three-way backfield moving forward. And he'll be the clear back and he'll be the goal line guy. But he's like, he runs like Derrick Henry. And I just, I don't know how, you know, whether he can hold up to that kind of, uh, that kind of play. Christian Kirk is a winner. He finally had a good matchup and he came through eight catches, 76 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and his next four opponents are all really terrible against wide receivers. So Christian Kirk is also a winner for me. I mean, you and I are going to fight about Alan Lazard all the time, but I just think <laughs> that he might be a top 12 guy rest of the season. I just, he is the most consistent part of the, of the green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers trusts him and loves him. And he gets so many end zone opportunities and he almost had another touch. He got tackled just inches yeah. short of the goal line. So he's a winner for me. Uh, and Garrett Wilson is a winner as well. I think, you know, the Brees Hall injury was such a huge deal. The fact that Elijah Moore for the second straight game didn't get targeted. They're going into a bye, but um, I, he's really almost matchup proof. And I'm not sure like he's done against the Patriots and the Bills, and I don't really consider them super tough matchups for, for wide receivers. Uh, I won't get into all that now, but his next game is against the Patriots. So Garrett Wilson is a guy that I think is approaching must-start territory. He's their only receiver, and they don't have a great run game right now, even though they ran the ball decently today. Um, I, I'm pretty uh, excited about what Garrett Wilson can be. All right. How about some uh, losers from week nine? Well, the Bucks. you know, <laughs> just disgusting. Good. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're broken and I just, I'm not convinced that Chris Godwin is himself. I, Tony Romo said two very interesting things on the broadcast. He said that they need a healthy Godwin mm-hmm. and he sort of implied that they haven't had that. And that they could be getting that soon. And he's, you know, he was he was on that with Gabe Davis earlier in the year. And he said they had a Bills game. I think it was that Steelers game where Davis went off. And he said, this is the healthiest Gabe Davis has been. So I'm hopeful that maybe he can get Godwin can get there, but he hasn't been right. I mean, they're just they don't throw to him downfield. They throw to him the line of scrimmage so much. Yeah. Brady, I, they don't have no, they don't have a run game. Fournette is a loser. Brady is a loser. Godwin's a loser. Evan is the only Evans is the only one that is a slam dunk. Now, Godwin is is worse the wide receiver three in PPR. He had so many catches. Evans is a slam dunk start, even though he's coming off a bad game. But Brady, I can't say that anymore. Like, I'm definitely starting Justin Fields over Brady for yeah. the foreseeable future. So, you know, you love the pass volume, but eventually it just doesn't matter because they can't run the ball. They don't get explosive plays, uh, and they are a little bit lost. Yeah, I'll throw out as a loser, a guy that you actually mentioned, maybe Gabe Davis just isn't healthy right now. Or maybe this just who is who he is. He's a, a touchdown or bust, big play wide receiver. He's pre-2021 Mike Williams. Maybe he's a better version of that, but I think the parallels are there. It's a great passing offense, clear number one wide receiver, and this is the guy that they take shots with down the field. He had a big drop in this one that could have been a big play late, and uh I just think he's going to continue to be a frustrating guy. I think he's going to be someone you want in your lineup because the highs will be so high that he can win you weeks. But there are going to be some two-catch 33-yard games in there for for Gabe Davis, probably about half the time, I would guess. So, yeah, I think he's someone who, I mean, look, if you were high on him coming into the season, you've had reasons to be. If you were low on him, you've had reasons to be. I think this is just who he is. So, That's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. For more Week 9 recap, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Football Today. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk about some waiver wire targets. We'll see you then. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.